Hey, fam. Let's be 3D. Hey, fam. Welcome back to Let's Be 3D. And guess what? It is back to the original cast yes. of Let's Be 3D. <laughs> it is. Hey. That's right. We got Jamie to my left. Joshy. Abby. And <laughs> I am not going there. <laughs> and not Jacoby. even going. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, just not Jay. No, not uh, touching that with a ten foot pole. Yeah, <laughs> just Jay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, guys, survived well, calling Jake and Jake. <laughs> I survived. Oh, he, not he a did. scratch on me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure. Guys, want to welcome you back. Let's be 3D today. We are uh, going very 3D. Yes, we are. Um, we want to share with you guys uh, some stuff that's been going on uh, the past couple months that we've been uh, fighting during with dealing with spiritual battles and also just sharing with you guys how we've been um, just trusting the Lord through all this and yeah. how we've been fighting it because you know it's it's a battle it's a spiritual battle and we need to use the weapons that God has given us um, to our advantage to everybody's advantage to our you know God's side yes. advantage because exactly. you know we have tools that we don't always use when battles come so anyway going i went really deep there but anyway so welcome to let's be 3d as the family style we want to welcome you and i'm gonna hand it off to joshua take it away hey so it's joshua here glad to be on this presence. episode you know i missed the last two episodes you did because you, know? yeah. you had twin talk and then um your a tribute to me yeah which Joshua wow. wasn't a part of. <laughs> you know, sorry, bud. Anyway, so just kind of starting it off. Um, so we had just finished recording Story to Tell with right. Ben Isaacs. And that was awesome time. Fantastic all that. time. And the ladies had just left to Hi. go out west out to Montana on their trip. Be cowgirls. They, yeah, right. Heading out west. Go like west, young or whatever. Yeah. Hi, young woman. Yeah. Um, anyway, definitely. So we have some sweet, awesome, not sweet, awesome, fans. amazing yes. girls <laughs> yeah. for our sisters. Oh, exactly. Wow. They're really awesome. Thank you. Anyway, so. And they deserve um, time away. Right. From us. Exactly. <laughs> so we were, um, you know, taking care of stuff while they were gone, you know, taking care of a few projects, um, you know, working in the filming studio, trying to perfect it and everything to take it up a notch and all that. And so um that weekend after they left, I was the first one to get sick. So we all ended up everybody got sick. Right. Um but I was the first one and um dad was my name my name main uh nurse Throughout that time, just kind of taking down. care of me yeah. and everything. Um, the next but, couple was me and then dad because we had been around Joshua the most, right. getting him food and all that stuff because he was in his room for most yes, of the time. Pretty much. Anyway, so quarantine. Um, wow. <laughs> not, not exactly quarantine, I know, but I'm anyway. Um, but so after a couple of days being being sick um dad got sick right. i want to say it was like the tuesday or wednesday of that week and um and he was 
early on, it was the same symptoms as me, just right. kind of dealing with respiratory issues and fever and all that kind of stuff. And well, it just, you know, it, it was up and down. It wasn't that bad until uh, the ladies got home from their trip and Abby was dealing with stuff and everything, uh, being sick and all. Right. Um, so over the next few days after they got back, dad steadily got worse, it got and, worse. It was, yeah. and it right. got to the point where it was like, okay, something's up. Something's not right here. Right. Yeah. So we ended up taking him to the ER and, you know, they discovered, um, that he had pneumonia and both just lungs. in both lungs and it was really really bad um so they you know he stayed in the er for a few days and then it just you know got crazy you well, know he ended up in icu yeah. on events right. sedated fully sedate, sedated fully sedated all that kind of stuff and just it was tough i mean because you know um i've seen my dad sick you know, and usually when he gets, you know, when he gets sick, it usually does, you know, he has to lie down. And that's not usually something that Dad does, but, oh, yeah. you know, but he gets, you know, but this was definitely something new. Just, you know, he was down and out. Yeah. Uh, before mom took it to the ER, I went to see him and I could just feel that his you know that something was wrong and i just i had i just had to pray over him and i had to you know surrender that to the lord because and this is a, that's another lesson that we've learned through all of this is surrendering yeah. because yeah. our will is not his will and well, even though we can't see why this is happening or that we couldn't see what the Lord was doing through this, we knew we had to surrender that to him. Right. Exactly. Well, it got really scary because they tested him for COVID, of course. That's protocol when anybody's or almost anybody is taken into the ER. And so he tested positive, And, of course, that means we can't see him. And um, so we have no control, no idea fully of what's going on because um, our the information they did give out was very very limited and honestly because of the time we took him to the er it was late later sunday night yeah he had been sick a week and a half and we just got to the point where like we don't know what to do we have tried right. everything and nothing is working we've tried everything we knew at the time to do right because we're big home remedy yes. you know Essential oils. School, well, I mean, old school, you know, laying down anything. a lot of quilts over you, you know, try to sweat really? the fever out, stuff like that, or compresses or stuff like that, and eating a lot of healthy, yes. you know, like eggs and stuff that will help your immune system. Um, but just so everything that we had tried was not working. So we finally were like, we're going to take him to the ER and maybe they can give him something that will help him feel better. Having no idea that it was this bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, because no one, none of us were that sick. No. Right. So we thought it was just maybe daddy didn't hadn't rested in the beginning and he's prolonging this or something. Anyway, but it was really bad. So, of course, they test him. Because of the lateness Sunday, we took him to the only, basically the only hospital slash ER open 
which is the worst hospital in Knoxville. Um, so they, it's, it, it was really scary. They weren't giving mama right. information. She would ask them, can you give him this? They would say no. And, um, he coded that Wednesday night. Right. So we took him in Sunday. He coded Wednesday. Yeah. Um, That's when he had to be put on the ventilator and yes. was in the ICU. Yes. That, I got to say, was probably the scariest point for me yeah. when I realized how serious this was. Exactly. Because, you know, you are never prepared for um, a loved one's passing or, you know, anything like that. But... It was just, we just gathered together and we, I mean, cried, you know, just vented out all of our feelings and he, but they, they got him back and he was on the ventilator for about 12 days before they um, tested him for COVID, I believe, uh, again, because. Just a week before they tested him again. Okay. Right. Because after they tested he tested positive. They wouldn't test him uh, for another 20 days. Um, but. But, huh, but God, amen. That's, you know, um, it reminds me of that story yeah. on you version about talking that, you know, God always, he, he'll always provide a way. Yeah. He, yeah. he always will. Um, even though it's not what we may think or maybe not even what we may like at the time. But they were able to test him for COVID four days early, and his test was negative. So mom would be able to see him. Um, at that point, he was not doing well. He was getting agitated. He was getting just a lot of stuff with the lungs, and still he was not making any progress at all. Actually, he was getting worse. But just mom's um, presence, being able to be with him, calmed him so much and changed so many things drastically. We're so thankful well, that yeah. she was able to get in four days earlier than she could have. Also, and um, our mom, her mom, our grandmother, was an RN. And so mama is very familiar with how, just how Grammy operated and the things Grammy did and that Grammy's passed on to her. And... Mama, again, this being the worst hospital in Knoxville, daddy was often neglected. And so with mama there, she can make sure that he gets the care he needs. Um, And so we truly believe that God working that out um, saved daddy's life because he was really going downhill fast. And just because of the neglection and being on the vent and being sedated, um... And them not communicating very well with us. It was um, definitely a miracle that mama was able to get in and be there for daddy. And right. uh, she's been she's been with him almost 24-7 since then. She's come home a few times, of course. Um, slept some nights here. But oftentimes she spends nights at the hospital. She spends all day at the hospital. She's just there with him. And yeah. now that he is fully out of sedation, um, which they started weaning him off that weekend after mama got there with him. And of course, he struggled with some delirium, which he still is um, working 
himself through that. Right. Um, he's doing a lot better though. And, um, again, just her being there, I think is huge. Right. Absolutely. And so right now, um, what's going on is daddy is on a trach. Yes. And, uh, three of the siblings have been able to see him and go stay with him while moms come back and get a hot meal and a hot shower. And, uh, Jacob, me and Naomi, um, have gotten to see him and what's um we're so thankful for is that he's he looks so happy to see us and that he yeah. right. remembers us and that he's um so the there's been a couple spells of delirium that have um really hit mama hard but the thing is um he doesn't realize it and that's what kind of hurts is that it's not his fault right he doesn't know so um, right now we're working through that and he's, um, he's really growing stronger every, uh, every day. And I do want to mention right now that we want to just thank the people that have been praying for us yes. yes. over the past so couple of months. Uh, you guys are amazing. We thank you so much for keeping us in your prayers and even the donations y'all have sent to us. That yes, means thank you. so much. And we thank y'all. So talking about some stuff that we've had to deal through this, I'll pass it off to anyone who wants to share. Well, let's hear from Jacob down there. He's been a little quiet. Well, I haven't had much to say. No, I understand. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Why don't you go ahead? Getting to be with dad has been really good. Um, He's... Our dad is never one to just give up to a fault. Um, He's one to kind of almost force the issue if if things aren't going his way, um, which is not a good thing. But it is a good thing that he has the he he wants to be well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a there's a gospel song from the Gaither vocal band that I was thinking about a couple of days ago. Um, a song about the uh, situation that Jesus walks into the man's laying for 38 years by the pool. And he asks him, do you want to yeah. be well? Right. Well, our dad wants to be well. I know he does. Oh, yeah. you, you can see it in his anxiety and agitation. Yes. Mm-hmm. But... There's there's also the period of rest that he needs to go through that we're we're trying to work through, yeah. And that's that's the biggest lesson I've taken away from it. I guess is the is the slow and steady process of getting better, of um, uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Just the the slow and steady progress of of moving forward taking the baby steps the steps that that come up next you know yeah. one after the other um is the most important thing right right now because yeah. you try to rush one or skip one and it's not going to it's not yeah. going to end well yeah so, well but I it's, think it's been good it has that been. now especially now that that we've gotten to be with dad Mm-hmm. Um, I know that all six of all six of us eventually want to spend time with dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And so, <laughs> sorry. No, you're and, good. And I know that's helping a lot. Um, and with Mama being there and stuff, it's just yeah. been really good for him. I, I, I truly believe that if Mom wasn't able to to be with him when she was, if she hadn't asked again that he be tested, yeah. Yeah. and he tests negative that day yeah. instead of the day that they were going to text him, I think we would have lost him. Yeah. That's just my belief. I believe that God used um, the doctor and used Mom to bring him back. Exactly. Right. I agree. I think, you know, it has been quite a journey and for to go on what Jacob shared about, you know, waiting and trusting the process, you know, um, in the early part of dad being sick and not being able to see him, you know, there was a, a lot of the devotionals and plans that we did uh, whether through you version or through the word, um, talked about waiting and resting, and just um, that's something that um, we as a family have really been uh, putting, trying to put into practice, because um, you know, because on our end, there's nothing we can do. I mean, we're trusting doctors and nurses and. You know, now that mom's there, you know, she's taking care of dad. And um, so, and we're also trusting the Lord that he will heal dad. And I believe he will. I believe dad will come back to uh, full capacity. Um, it's just going to take time. And, you know, we're honestly at this point ready for the long haul, you know. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, partly because the Lord has equipped us for that. And the one, the other thing that's really happened is it's also stretched us, um, the six siblings, siblings. Um, more as a fam, because we had already been transitioning yeah. to where the six of us are really running the band, taking care of all the different, yeah. you know, different sides of, taking care of the band, whether that's booking or responsibility. Yeah. There you go. Duties, whatever. Um, <laughs> but as a family, you know, we had talked about eventually, you know, where um, the six of us would take care of ev- at most everything, if that, that makes that sense. Pretty you know, much the house. To where, to where dad and mom, it's just them. On trip to, yeah, and, them and taking care of their relationship and, and, you know, just making sure that everything's well for you, being run by well by us and yeah. more giving yeah. advice rather than telling us to do something. For you know those of saying? you that are from a big family or, um, you probably can really relate to this as just the transition of, you know, or maybe if you're, you've worked with your siblings in something, whether it's a band or other work or um, family businesses and stuff like that is the learning process of transitioning. And that's what we've really been work going through is that right. transition of, um, you know, four of us are over 20 and adults and stuff like that. So it's like we were thrust into this transition, <laughs> but it's all—it's been so good for our it character, has. for um, just growth in general. Of 
It's been really cool and really good. Check marks. Oh yeah. Um, one thing what Josh was talking about is that the devotionals and um, studies that we've been doing together. Um, you know, it's um, it's crazy how much over the past, even before uh, Dad um, became sick, that the just the power of prayer. Right. And um, you know, when the scripture says when two or more are gathered together, I am there with them, you know. Yeah. I think that's some translation. I, that's not that's paraphrased, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And what we need to realize is that, you know, even though the outcome may not be what we want, we need to still, you know, believe that his his will is happening through this. Exactly. And, yeah. You know, Big thing, like I mentioned in the beginning, is that we need to know how to fight this. We need to know how to fight these spiritual attacks because, you know, if there's one thing that the that, that the devil really hates is family. Yeah. If you think about it, he yeah. hates family. Yeah. And um, we can see that, you know, the how it talks about the fatherless and the widows in James, you know, how the patriarch is so important. And so, you know, we just need to remember that we need to hide God's word in our heart because that's what, um, you know, that's what we need to do. We need to use God's word against these spiritual attacks. Second Timothy 1, 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. And that's, yeah. you know, that's what we need to remember is that we don't have to be afraid. We can settle in knowing that God um, has a plan through this. He's all powerful. Nothing slips through his hands without um, his will, Lord. And, you know, we trust him for that. Yeah. I think another thing, um, and it's, I mean, it's not the first lesson, I guess, but it was such um, a close to home lesson about specific prayers. And praying specifically and not just praying a general healing of dad. I'm not saying those aren't powerful. I believe those are powerful prayers. But I feel like God really laid it on each of our hearts to find specific things to pray for dad. And I remember um, there was one time, again, back to the whole, just a lot of tension between before mom got in there and even after mom got in the hospital, but just before about miscommunication or non-communication with those who were taking care of dad um, and just praying that specific prayer that God would soften their hearts, that would God, God would soften the hearts of the doctors and nurses, um, that w- God would bring the best doctors and nurses for dad's care. And I just remember that I wanted to pray so specifically for that. And I feel like God worked through that because after a couple of days of praying for that, um, there was the doctor that we were having a lot of tension with went on vacation and there was another doctor that was in charge of dad. And because of him, dad was tested early. And so um, also mom and dad, they've had some rough nurses, but they've also had a lot of great attentive right. nurses um, and nurse practitioners and everything that... So just seeing that prayer answered and then praying specifically for peace because that's part of the hardest thing is 
worrying about what's this going to look like. It's a long road and the road to healing is long. And I think it's another beautiful example about life in general and about non-physical wounds that need healing take a long time sometimes. And to be willing to walk that road and not worry about what the next mile is going to look like, but worrying, looking and focusing on the next few steps and that we can have peace in that situation. I guess I was inspired by always praying peace over this every situation I'm in. If I can just start to feel the tension or if there may be tension because we're working on something or we're going through what we're going through with dad. Um, from the Ten Booms, Corey and Betsy Ten Boom, who I just love their story. Right. And they're definitely heroes of the faith to me and really inspiring to me. Um, and there's a story when they were in the concentration camp that women were bickering in their bunker about um, one side of the room was sweating so bad. It was so hot and stuffy. And then one side of the room was freezing to death and they were just fighting over, we don't want the window open. We want the window open. And that Betsy in the middle of that was just praying that God would bring his peace, his spirit of peace into that room and that the enemy can't stand in the place of his peace. And then that they just, that presence was there in the room and they of course worked it down and stuff like that. And I just loved that story. And I love that picture that we can pray just as Jesus prayed and calmed the storm, peace right. be still, that we can pray peace over whatever situation we're in. Anyway, those have been just a lesson that I've learned specifically in this time. And again, sometimes we pray for a specific thing and God says no. And we have to trust that he has a better plan in mind, that sometimes the long road is better than the short road that we want or the quick healing we want. So yeah. it's just, it's been very hard, but honestly not as hard as it could be. Cause I really have felt that spirit of peace and there have been days where it's, you can just feel the tension with everybody that everybody's going through this stressful time. And yeah. so we're fighting about nitpicky stuff, but the reality is we have this all underlying just stress of what, you know, we're going through and, um, just to remember to have grace for each other. Right, exactly. And that there's a bigger battle. That was right. last thing. Last thing. And then you You're can, good. Y'all can, whoever wants to share next or wrap it up or whatever, is I remember at the beginning of all of this, I think it was the first week Daddy was in the hospital, we were doing a We the Kingdom plan. And there was one devotion they were talking about. Sometimes the enemy dis the enemy so loves to distract us. Right. He loves us to point our weapons at the wrong target. Usually it's a brother or a sister or anybody. Um, but they get on our nerves or they disagree with us or whatever. Um, and we start pointing our weapons, which are usually words, at the wrong enemy. And we get so focused on that that we miss the bigger picture of the bigger battle that's going on. 
And that has just been such a good reminder for me in all of this with all the tension. And you, all of you listening out there, y'all have families too. You know how it is. That's so easy to just start getting at each other's throats. Yeah. Yeah. And my encouragement, our encouragement has been, and my encouragement to you through all, whatever you're going through, whatever you go through, is that remember who the real enemy is and turn your weapons to that enemy. And our weapon for the enemy is prayer. And our weapon for the enemy is the word of God. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to focus on. And we need to stop pointing our weapons at each other. Amen. Um, So. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, before uh, Joshua closes it out, um, just again, we thank y'all for your continued prayers. Um, pray for our dad. Pray for our mom as well, uh, that uh, the Lord would give her strength to uh, persevere through these uh, battles. And just our mom is so strong yes. and so much stronger than she thinks she is um but just continue to pray for her and thank you all for um even though uh you may not be able to donate we just want to thank you for your prayers because that's the most powerful and most impactful thing and we're not we're not asking for donations if you feel that's not what this is about if you feel led to give we thank you and we know that it's the leading of the spirit um, but that's not what we're asking about. There are right. ways if you feel led, but we do ask for your prayers exactly. and Amen. just for your prayers for anybody going through this sickness, through yeah. this time. It's never hit this close to home ever since 2020 right. happened. This has really just hit close to home. And I have um, so much more understanding of what everyone's been going through and i just ask that not only do you keep us in your prayers keep this country the world in your prayers all those who've just it's a war yeah that's right and we need that's what we need to remember so brothers and sisters my fellow brothers and sisters in christ let's remember to stand strong and daily uh converse with god spend time in his word because that's the way that's what's going to make us stronger spiritually and make us stronger to face these battles. So, amen. And the one of the things, uh, last thing I want to say is it's going to be interesting um, when dad is fully back to full capacity looking back because I can tell you, it. dad hates attention. <laughs> And this is probably the most attention he's ever gotten in his life. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting just to see his reactions. And, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'll, I'm excited for him, though, because he really, you know, he's definitely got a story to tell. <gasps> that album's coming soon, Huge. by the way. Oh, so, yeah, that's another yeah. special thing is that it's what people have been talking about, um, our story to tell, which is so timely, and we had yeah. no idea no that that idea. was just going to fit in right into yep. uh, the new album that we're working on, exactly. which is just, it's its crazy, but it's yeah. its the Lord. It's, exactly. That's how our God works. Yeah. Amen. So, Joshi. Yep. So, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Let's Be 3D, where we have been very 3D. Yes. And 3D. if you would like to... Please subscribe to this awesome podcast. We think awesome. it's awesome, and we hope you think it's awesome. Um, but if you don't, 
It's okay. It's okay. Wow. We don't care. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but also, if you are listening to us on YouTube, subscribe yeah. to that. We'd appreciate that. You can check us out also. Uh, our music on Spotify, Apple Music, and, and here on YouTube as well. We do a bunch YouTube of cool covers. Well. And if you would like to purchase some of our in-house projects, you can check that out on our website. We also have a subscription page on there where you can subscribe to our website and yeah. get some pretty cool stuff. We also have our crowdfunding event over there as for well story for to Story to Tell. Yes, you get a t-shirt with a $50 uh, and a free copy of the CD and free copy of the CD and, and a hundred you, you also, get both. You get both of those and a teddy bear that the is adorable absolutely adorable. Yes. Yeah. So adorable you can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Yes. Yeah, we have a lot of fun over oh, there. Yeah. So go enjoy some laughs. Exactly. Because that's what we're about. Lyrics, exactly. laughter, and love. And also join us for next week's episode of Let's Be 3D. We're going to be story to tell. talking about story yeah. to tell. So, yes. so tune in next that. week. And we hope that you have a blessed rest of your week. And I just remembered, I just hit the table. Um, I just remember we are performing yeah. at the Island in Pigeon Forge from 5 to 11 this Friday. So if you want to come see us, we'll also be in Gatlinburg at no, Old no, Smoky. No, 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 What? Are you talking, you're talking about next week, right? I'm talking about this weekend. Well, this is going to be coming out next week. Right. Sorry. I Forget knew Forget what I said. Jay, you can anyway. edit this out, please. Anyway, but yes, we'll be at the um, island. Yes. This Friday. Yes. And then Saturday. Yes. If you guys want to come see us live. Yeah. Yes, full Moon Jam at you. the Black Horse Pub and Brewery. No, we are not drinking. Um, We're playing <laughs> for the drinkers. Oh, wow. My word. There's probably good We just there got too. so bad here, people. Anyway, we'll do so. A prayer circle around if, the place. Yeah, whatever. Oh, um. But if you want to come see us live, all events are on our website. That's right. We'll be coming to Texas. So Love you, just Pam. Check it out. Yeah, so, Texas. Anyway, so we hey, will Paul. see you in the next episode. Hope that you have a blessed rest of your yes. week. And as always, peace, love, fam. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions or standard of the people we sell. Have a lovely day.